This weekend was belonged epic. to the Starks. This dude. is the kind of weekend where you where you like send yourself chocolates and flowers at work. You know, and you're like, mm. oh yeah, bro. When you think about it, like, when will there be a weekend like this again? I like, know, two right? huge franchises just collide in one weekend, dude. And it's just giving you all the feels. It uh, literally, when Sunday was coming around, I was like, man, I'm just recovering from Endgame, and like, who else am I gonna see die? It's like. Dude, yeah, it's, dude. A, it's, it's a lot. It's a I lot. can't Ooh. even compare it to anything. How about we do that at the end? How about we do it like let's let's move this part to the end, maybe. We'll talk about like which movie TV pairing could possibly top what we're feeling now. Alright, let's do it at the end. Let's All do right, it. We'll do that. What would, be, what, what would be the perfect storm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. deal. Perfect emotional storm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already oh, crying. Oh. By the way, you're listening to the beta report. Follow us on Instagram at the beta report. Yes, yes. Yep. I put up polls all the time. No one answers. <laughs> but no, we have don't. we have thousands of subscribers. I know, dude. This is this is truth. I know I exaggerate, but truth. We do have thousands of subscribers, and you guys just aren't following us on social media. So again, that's at the beta report. Uh, both on Instagram and uh, Facebook. So follow us, guys. Yep. Hello, listener. Hello, everyone. And and just so that you know, guys, Uno's actually in person today. What up? What up? Yeah. Yeah. In the studio with no pants on. Everyone's a bit like boxers. Yeah. Yeah. And we got and Jay, too, today. What's up, Jay? What up, everybody? As the con. What up, everybody? You guys heard me crying. You guys heard the con crying. Somebody over here. Just holding back his emotions, dude. So you're gonna be the first one to share about your reaction. Seriously, guys. How come you're all how come you're like Night King on this mess, dude? Wait, what are, what are you talking about? Because man, you're just gonna be all emotional. We're all emotional, we yeah, dude. dude went through this know, can I be honest with you? Let's I'm gonna be, be honest. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Let's be like, okay, I had expectations. I expected wait, before I go, before I move on. Spoilers. Ahead. Oh, yeah, true, guys, true, true, true. Ladies and gentlemen. Full of spoilers. Spoilers. It's 2000. You're at a Lucky's parking lot. And everybody has their custom Honda Civic and Acura. Expect a lot of spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) I like that. That was dope. Very well done, sir. Well done, sir. So, I I came into this weekend expecting worse, right? So, I'm very happy that... Grey Worm is alive, dude. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's because I've discovered. Well, don't start calling names. Just say that 
why you're not as emotional. And then we'll okay. jump into what That's we're going to talk about. I, like, I expected characters to be gone, and they're not gone. Yeah. Or they didn't My get, name is Raleigh Richie. Or they didn't go out the way I expected them to. Right, so I think that's part of like why why you're not why I'm taking so much so much comfort, in, you know. This weekend I was like, hey, you know what, <laughs> life isn't that bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, as you heard, obviously we got two big things we want to talk about. We want to talk about uh, Avengers Endgame, and we want to talk about Game of Thrones. Dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. dun, dun. Okay, wrong episode. Anyway. There you go. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk Game of Thrones first because Vamos. it's so fresh. just happened on Sunday. And then uh, next episode, which we're going to post up on Thursday, we'll be talking about some Avengers Endgame. So you got to come back. You got to come back to hear what we thought about Endgame because there's yeah. a lot to talk about that. But let's hit it off, man. We're talking about Game of Thrones, dude. And I, you know what? I was in the same place as you, dude. The I was expecting the worst. I was yeah, like, I, mean, I, I yeah. was preparing myself right. to really just like ball Weep. out. Yep. On that whole episode. And yeah. didn't turn out the way I thought it would. Yeah. But I'm not disappointed. I ain't mad. I'm, I'm good I'm with not. that. I'm a little disappointed. I'm, I'm really. Yeah, for one thing and one thing only. What's but that? Go ahead. Continue. Okay. No, continue. All right. So obviously, I was a little bit like surprised the fact that Game of Thrones is known for killing off main characters. I mean, they could killed off the patriarch, the Ned Stark, in the first season before the finale even. So it, it's they they you know uh, the Red Wedding. To name another one, so they, uh, yeah, yeah, they took out. They're like brave our, when they our do. Our glimmer of hope, right? Yeah, yeah. Like after Ned got killed, it's like we all kind of like gravitated towards Robin. And we're like, this is our hope. And then they were just like, they poured a bucket on a candle, and you're just like, oh, man. now what? Yeah, exactly. They're like, they were like, whatever, dog. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Gobbled all them Starks up, dude. Yep, yep. So uh, obviously they they're not afraid to do that. So everybody was expecting the worst, and I didn't turn out that way it actually um you know it was a lot different than what i thought it was going to turn mm-hmm. out but i don't know about you guys we'll talk about this episode we could start off with things we liked things we didn't like but i'll tell you one thing this episode had me stressed out from beginning to end dude it was just like oh my god how are they gonna they 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 did this so well michael uh, was his name i think is michael sapochnik is the guy who directed hard home and Battle of the Bastards. Mm. So this fool knows how to how to do a battle. How to do battles, dude. Yeah. Know how to, he knows how to film war, you know? And you know, I know people were complaining how dark it was, but dude, that's how it is. It's not like they have street lights. Right. You know, it's gonna be freaking dark. Yeah, and, and, I, and I actually I'm mean, just to kind of piggyback on uh what you're saying. Like I love the that choice that they make because it was an obvious choice to make it because it's like so disorienting, dude. Like it really it really was how it would be during that time. Yeah, there's no, like, flares or anything going on or, like, things to light up the sky. Like, that's how it would be for them, dude. And I think, like, just going back to, like, just light and darkness, the way that they started the episode off, like, having uh, Melisandre come and, like, you know, she's, like, lighting all the swords on fire. That... Uh, Eric's, fool. What? Eric's, fool. They're not swords. They're Eric's. Oh, my bad, fool. You know what I'm talking about, dude. But you know what I'm saying? The curvy swords? The curvy swords, fool. I didn't know that. So, so them, Eric Lopez's. I was like, Arabs? They're not Arabs, fool. (laughs) Just because they scream loud. They're dope Rackies. Just because they go, la, la, la. They're not. They're like Arabs. Eric's. Eric's, okay. So, when she lights the Eric Lopez's up, um, they, um, uh, and you know, like, you see, like, the light. So, it's kind of like, oh, dude, yeah, for sure. Like, this is... You know, there's hope there. And then you see them, like, charge in. And then all of a sudden you see them, like, hit that wall of of uh, freaking undead, undead, dude. Like, and then it's just, like, you just see all the light just, like, slowly being, like, snuffed out. That was brilliant. That was, was like, it was amazing, dude. Like, it was such a great way to start the episode. And it was just, like. It was great to see uh, John and Daenerys' perspective, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, from way up there to see those lights and everything and it was, that was pretty dope, too. Yeah, dude. But then having, having the, um, the White Walkers when they, it's like a, it was like a wave of death coming over them, dude. 
You know what I mean? Like just a wave of death coming over him, and it's just like that's crazy, dude. That's just gives you that 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 uh, feeling of being submerged in just death, dude. It was it was crazy, man. It was filmed really really well. I, yeah, I, this guy knows how to like I said, he knows how to yeah, absolutely how to direct war, and uh, that was great, man. I, that was it gave you that sense of like, oh my god, this is gonna be this. This ain't no walk in the park. They're gonna they're gonna get some serious. Uh, Show with these guys, and it was it was it was pretty crazy. Absolutely, dude. I think what I really appreciate the most now, as I sit back and think about it, is that consistently Game of Thrones has like flipped our expectations on its head. Like they've always like shocked us and surprised us, right? And I was telling Javian, like I was like, dude, I was feeling like the Hound, like in that scene where he's like we can't beat these guys right pretty much like that's how i was feeling right and i was thinking the whole time i was like okay how are they gonna get out like what are they gonna do like the like i was expecting i was expecting them to use melisandra as like kind of like a last minute like shows up and kind of sets everybody on fire sets it yeah sets everybody on fire or creates a like a some sort of a bridge or walkway to like for them to leave or like Ooh. something, right? Like I was expecting, or, or I was like, are the Ironborn gonna show up? Like, like what are they gonna do, right? Because I was expecting them to run away, dude. Like, I did not expect Arya to go to like handle the way she handled. Yeah, did yeah. Not yeah. expect that. Dude. Well, that kind of leads me to okay. First, I'll talk about like the things that I love. The fact that we got like a like an aerial battle like having like the that dra those dragon fights for one were like beautifully shot like the way that they put it together like it was so like cinematic looking dude like it was like dope like the visual effects on that were really really good dude um and just having you know like that battle up like having the two dragons uh going up against Viserion like that was that that scene in and of itself was like so dope dude and and um so I love that the way that they did that. Um, yeah, the dragon fight was epic, dude. The, the dragon, dragon fight was, was so good between uh, Viserion and uh, Rhaegar, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it was it was it was it was uh, visceral because they're like gnawing at each other, clawing at each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And know, it was it what was, was cool too is that like you can see the effects of like that fight because when Viserion is still trying to throw the, the flames out, like, it's coming out of his throat, too. Yeah, you see yeah. some of it coming out. So I was like, that's a dope detail that they put in there, like, just showing that, like, he received damage, but, like, you know, the he's freaking he's undead. Going, yeah. yeah, and he's still, like, unrelenting or whatever. Um, And then, of course, I mean, just kind of going on what you were saying, freaking Arya, dude. Like, I love that they just went, like, full scale, like, full scope of all her skills and, like, just how yeah, yeah. capable of, an, a, like, of a killing machine assassin that she is dude yeah and there was one scene in particular that i freaking love dude where it was like she's uh she's still like on the outside of the castle like the top part and like these like the undead are like running up the stairs so she's like i can't go through them so i'm just gonna go over the top of them and she kind of just like barrel rolls over them and i'm like dude that was so dope like it just that was like, definitely a good like scene. the presence of mind for her to do that like she's like i'm not gonna go through these guys i'm literally just yeah. gonna go like over them like just again just like showcasing her skills and like how much she's learned and then even just like the the weapon that she made gendry make for her too um sorry was pretty dope talking. um uh, so you know how it's like detachable and stuff and it can just kind of adapt to like close quarters things like she can collapse it and make like two fighting weapons and then kind of put it back together and all that so i thought that was pretty cool so but, I, I like i like sticking on that there before we move on from uh aria did the if you if you go back and look at the episode again, you you kind of get the 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 perspective from Arya, from from beginning uh, of the episode, like towards the beginning. Obviously, she was in the very first thing, but from when she's on top with the archers, mm -hmm. all the way through to the end, uh -huh. and and she's kind of a running theme between the whole episode yeah. because you have her, uh, you know, up, you know, looking out to what's going on. Then telling Sansa, "Hey, you need to go to the crypt. Like, you, you need to go back." Yeah. And she's like, "What?" And she's like, "Dude, you need to go." And yeah. sort of being the, the protector at that point, right? Mm -hmm. You see her, and then, um, her battle with that, badass weapon that she had. Yeah. And then, um, 
after she does that battle that uh that um that role yeah yeah um she gets hit by number and then she gets hit on her head and it almost seems like at that point it kind of like that warrior kind of switched off for a second yeah like it totally. became it became like 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 she just felt vulnerable again yeah like, yeah she felt like oh they can hurt me yeah she, there's almost when you watch it and she's fighting she's like nothing can touch me like that's the kind of way she's fighting dude she's just like and that whole battle role that she did too is like dude fearless yeah yeah but once she gets hit and she notices she's like oh dang that hurt <laughs> it's like but see even even in that sense too i felt like it just showcased another one of her skills because then she goes into like that library thing and she's like full-on stealth mode like and she's yeah. just like but playing but, like that cat and mouse with these like yeah with but but the, i think the one distinct part of that is that there's fear in her there's fear yeah yeah she didn't have fear before but she's in that library you could tell she's like She's scared, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen that. So it's sort of like that contrast, right? Where she's super tough, but once she get finds it, you put it, you put it really well. Once she feels vulnerable, she changes at that point. Yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that once she's and she's running away, and I love that uh, uh, you're talking about the, the hound too, and where the hound sees like no hope, and then he's like, "We can't kill the dead," and then you see. Uh, Beric Dondarrion, who Beric, dude, that guy's props, that dude, clutch, dude, too. And he looks at him and says, "Tell that to her." And he sees Arya, you know, uh, uh, trying to avoid some some walkers, mm-hmm. and then or white walkers, whatever. And then goes into like a window. And I love how that, like the hound, like reacts to that. Like he's like, "Oh shoot, I'm the I'm her protector." Yeah, and she, that's where he, the mindset that he gets into, and he snaps out of that PTSD. Moment, and then he just goes after trying to look for the protector and stuff. So that was dope too. Yeah, and yeah, and then of course we go to where she, they, you know, um, unfortunately, Beric is the one of the other um, other uh, casualties. But I love how Melisandre comes out and she goes, "He, he, the, the Lord of Light, you know, brought him back many times, but he, you know, he for fulfilled one purpose, his purpose. Yeah, he finally fulfilled his purpose, which was." You know Arya, dude, and yeah. uh, and that other prophecy too that came back right when when she uh, said we will meet again, mm-hmm. and they said you will shut eyes forever, green eyes, blue eyes, no black brown eyes. eyes, no brown eyes, brown eyes, blue eyes, blue eyes, yeah, and and green eyes, right? She ends with blue eyes. No, no, I know in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, but uh, we know that she's you know brown eyes, Walder Frey. Yeah. Blue eyes, the walkers. Who's the green eyes, dude? Is that Cersei? She's got green eyes. I don't know, dude. Cersei's got green eyes. Dude. We'll see. I don't know, dude. I feel like that'd be ah, too much. Dude, my back hurts. I feel like that'd be too much. Yeah, dude. This Arya tattoo that I got across my back just hurts. Dude. It's still too fresh. <laughs> I thought dude. you were talking about Arya being the one carrying the show, dude. Her, no, her back must be hurting. Her dude. Back hurts. I must interject. Because there's another hero for me in this episode, dude, and that's the Unsullied, dude. The way oh, dude, the way they retreat, they they handle that retreat. Woo! Those dudes were throwing it down, dude. dude. dude they, but I don't know, three, maybe you guys three hundred that mess, dude. Yeah, dude. Freaking oh, three hundred, yeah. dude. It was just yes. like. But I was gonna, I was gonna say like, so what was that look on Grey Worm's face? Was it that he was like? That he had to sacrifice all of them. He pulled that, that lever. Yeah, because he pulled the lever, and he was just kind of like looking out there. But was he like, I don't know if it was a moment of like cowardice on his. Is like, oh crap! Like, I'm the one who's pulling this lever because I'm like running away, or was it because of that? Because he's like, damn, I'm seeing like all these people get no because he like, had sacrifice. Because he had to. He had to make that decision. Like, I yeah. can't keep this up anymore. Yeah, he's making a hard decision yeah. as as like the leader of the Unsullied. He had to make a hard decision, mm-hmm. and I think it's like. Even though they're 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 not meant to be emotional, I think it's it's part of character evolution, right? It's like they're not meant to be emotional, but we've seen little moments, right, when he's just staring at um, Masande as she bathes, <laughs> which I understand. Um, then when he talks about like there, there's a battle that he was involved in. Oh, when he's facing the um, the sons of the harpy. And he says, like, I had fear that I was not going to see you again, right? I think we're just seeing his evolution, and here is like, damn, I have to make this decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, see, I felt like it was like it was in that same vein, but it was like, I, like, 
That's why I was thinking, like, I don't know if it was, like, a cowardice moment because he was, like, he knows he he wants to go back to her. So he's going to do whatever it takes to go back to her. And, like, I don't know if he was just, like, evading his fate. Like, you know, he was just going to pull that lever to, like, keep them all out there and him on the other side. But, I mean, that's not part of his character. But I don't know if it's... That's what I was saying. Like, I don't know. I didn't understand that look at that moment. Like, I, think, if it was, I, think, I think it was, like, it, it was regret. Right. I think it was regret because it's like he, he's the commander of the Unsullied and he just had to sacrifice like what looked like 400, 400 men or something like that. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah it was tough. I, that's yeah. what I thought it was. I, my first initial thought was like, did he he was trying to as much as he could to see if, he, you know, there's a way to get him in. But mm-hmm. he had to pull that lever. Uh, and and close out that 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 trench, I guess. And yeah. But the way the unsullied fight in this ep- fought in this episode was oh, epic, they they dude. were so epic, dude. Like we keep hearing about how great the unsullied are, right? And I feel like we haven't really seen it till like this episode. It's like when they when we get an aerial view and we see that it's like about four or five rows. Right, like that's what's left. Yeah. Of the unsullied, like you see, like dang, that's it, and you see like a tide of whites like approaching you see just like all these like the, the army of the undead it's a tide dude it's not four rows yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. five rows it's like masses and that little group group is holding them off and then you get these little glimpses of them taking like like net like one step back for balance like they're just balancing themselves mm. in order to keep pushing forward i was like man these dudes yeah that was wow. pretty it makes steve rogers proud yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure do. For sure, did it? Yeah, I thought it was uh, it, it was pretty cool to see them that way. Cause yeah, you're right. We've never actually seen them in r- real actual battle, dude. Yeah. And, and at that point, it was it was it was pretty good. I really liked it for sure, dude. Um, we got to talk about some other one other hero that was amazing, dude. We got to talk about Liana Mormont, dude. Yes, dude. Yes, dude. I love that character because she... it's just like. Till the till like the 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 bitter end, dude. Like she just she rushed. She a was like giant. A, she was like another like Steve Rogers, Captain America, dude. She's like she's never like she was like unwavering and just like remained true to the course the entire time. Like she was just like yeah, seriously. She like stared down a freaking giant, dude. She didn't run away. She rushed a giant, like seriously. But she got smacked by that fool. And then she still had yeah. the presence of mind to get up. And I'm like, and and still was like, I'm going to take this dude down. And did she? Boom! Right in yeah. the freaking eye, dude. Yeah. And she and like, fury that fool. Like yeah, what you said about consistency, like, we, like, when we were introduced to her, it was through a note, right? And it was when uh, Stannis was looking for, rec- for, for support from the northern men. And he got a reply. From a child, he said. And it said, the house marmot only knows one king, the king in the north, whose name is Stark. And she was just a kid. She was like eight or something like that. And it's funny because if you rewatch that specific episode and you see him open up the scroll, it looks like children's writing, right? So I just love the consistency, like the Actually, boldness in who she is. <laughs> yeah, you, you, it looks like you're writing. The boldness in who she is consistently throughout the show. Yeah, dude. And it was just a great way to go out, dude. It was very Bear Island of her. Mm. And it was like, and and it wasn't anything, you know, people might accuse characters like that of being like one note or like just being, you know, just kind of single-minded or whatever. But I feel like it fit that character. And like she, and, and credit to the actress, I don't know what her name is, but she played it so well. Like she just kind of had like that spunk the entire time. It was just like... It was just like in her facial expressions, dude. Like, uh, yeah, it, that was just freaking amazing, dude. Yeah. I, I love that they gave her that moment too. Yeah, that like even though she was like out, you know, she eventually got killed and died. But totally. She, uh, but she went out like a freaking hero, dude. Totally agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, that was great. Loved it. Another great moment, dude. Loved it, dude. It was, uh, it was a very cool moment to to have her just be fearless, man. It was, it was pretty dope. Um, what else? The the that moment with Sansa and Tyrion was was pretty good too, dude. That's 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 it's, cooking up, dude. That's brewing. That's how they're gonna like bring those two families together, dude. Oh, I don't know about that, but no, they I, might. I feel like I feel like that's I feel like that's gonna happen, dude. I don't know. I don't think so. 
I don't think well, so. But I oh. think hey, you because know what? it's like because well, we're on it. I think it's a good idea to go into some of our expectations moving forward. Yeah, let's do it. Go for it, dude. So you really think this whole science interior thing is going to flush out? Because like you know, she was looking. Uh, longingly into the uh Theon's eyes and all that stuff, and and I Theon? I know a lot of Theon, yeah. Tyrion? No, no, no. Sansa was like like. But we're li- talking about Tyrion. No, no, no. But I, well, I'm talking about like Sansa and Tyrion. I feel like that's what's gonna end up happening. Um, uh, but like I know a lot of people are trying to quote unquote ship uh Theon and uh Theon and Sansa and Sansa. Uh, but now that he's out of the picture, R.I.P. Definitely went out like a hero too. Um, I feel like they were like that the the chemistry that Tyrion and Sansa had, um, and just kind of like those moments. Even like that when they're in the crypt and like, which was also like a pretty dope moment when like. That's what I was talking about. The one there, uh, well, there's a couple scenes in the crypt where I thought was good, right? Where, um, where where they're kind of going back and forth, and it goes with what you're saying a little bit, where, uh, she's. Uh, he said, "Oh, maybe we should have stayed married." And then uh, she said something to the effect, "She said, so we should have married." She goes, "Oh, well, you were the best of them." And he was just like, "Oh, that's." He a, said, "I apologize." Like, no, no, that's a frightening thought. Whatever, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, and uh, um, and he's like, "Well, we could have never worked out." So they're kind of like flirting a little mm-hmm. bit, like you know, kind of talking about what yeah, if they yeah. were together, whatever. Uh, I, I just don't think they they you know. She even mentioned it too. She's she's serving, you know, Daenerys, and she's got a problem with that. Yeah, which kind of bugs me though too. It's just like, dude, she brought a couple of dragons and uh, two huge armies. Just relax. Yeah, just be. I don't. Be, just be grateful. I don't know because I feel like that. There's like I was saying, like that scene in the crypt where it's just them two. They don't. They don't speak. They don't say anything. They both just grab those, uh, like the dragon glass daggers. Um, and they just kind of look at each other, and then like Tyrion like grabs her hand and like kisses it. Yeah. And I feel like that was such a like tender moment, and it was like almost like you know um, uh, building that bond between the two of them. Whether it's gonna be something like you know whether you know obviously like brotherly love hasn't stopped for like <laughs> incestuous things to happen, but it's like uh, but I feel like there's like something brewing there, so I can totally see them coming together. In the end, possibly, okay. and bringing see- those two houses together, possibly. Do you see anything like? Do you have any? Has this shifted your expectations, Jeff, for like what's going to happen in the future? Wait, but I ain't got to talk about. Are we going to talk about like what we? Oh, but hold on, hold on. Let me pull a, a Doctor Strange and re- rewind time here. Are we going to talk about like what we were disappointed? Or uh, what? Why don't we go expectations for the future? Then, oh well, no, disappointments. Go ahead. Son of a, how how is it that after years and years and years and years of waiting for this one-on-one fight, there was like a moment there where it could have happened, and then this guy goes ahead and raises the dead and like doesn't give us a satisfaction of oh, watching yeah. them go at it, dude. Jon Snow versus the Night King. Like, I feel like that's one of the things that we've all been waiting to see happen. And I know, like, it it allowed for something else to happen, which we haven't really talked about. But, um, uh, like, I just wanted to see that, though. Like, even if they were just to, like, like cross swords at least once, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just to kind of give us that moment of satisfaction at least once of, like, seeing them kind of go at it. Um, that was the only thing that left me disappointed because it was like right there, and then you just see like the freaking Night King's like smug face, like, "Ha, you ain't gonna get me, boo!" Like, I got you, and then he like just raises everybody, which again like just kind of leads to another moment of like just like dread of like, "Dang!" I dude. did think that <clears throat> that despite all that, like John and and Daenerys were kind of in the background a bit. They were not so, um, uh, maybe not Daenerys, but John Snow was kind of like in the background a bit. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't have those epic battle scenes as much as you would think, besides the dragon fight. Right. But it's not even him doing it. It's the dragon doing most of the work. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, yeah, I, 
I didn't like the fact that we didn't see that that big you know, that big matchup, dude. You know, because it was like right there, dude. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Although, again, like you said, it made room for something different to happen, which I'm totally cool with it too. Yeah. I, I like that twist. But, uh, but I'm saying, like, even like, like I said, like for at least that food, the Night King to like unsheathe his just sword, just a couple of them, right? and then just kind of go out a little bit, and then even like, I don't know, maybe that's just like wishful thinking, like for him to feel like he's outmatched in terms of like one-on-one combat, and then that's when he has to rely on calling everybody up. Uh, like, that would have been cool to see, like, you know, just kind of them having, like, that, that little cool. spat. You yeah. know what I mean? But we didn't even get the satisfaction of that, um, which I, I feel and like... we're never going to see it. And we're never going to see it, yeah. yeah. I yeah, feel like never, it would have. It was kind it. of a wasted opportunity. But On that, it goes again to what we were saying, you know, they've been known to, to subvert expectations. On that point, like, on that point, I kind of didn't like the fact that we didn't get to see his lieutenants fight either. Yeah, those true, other was like true. it would have been good to see those guys in battle and stuff too, and do something. But we, we didn't we didn't get to see that. The one thing that bothered me though too, it bothered me. This is just nitpicking because I did like the episode. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're just nitpicking yeah. everybody. But I because we're fair and balanced. Yeah, <laughs> it was fair and balanced. It was kind of uh, um, you'd have to dis this suspend your your. Your disbelief a little bit, mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, you had Brienne, Jamie, and Podrick on the same wall for like half the episode, like they're killing everybody, but they're they haven't moved. Yeah, like they would have probably been overrun, but they were just like just slashing away. But it, they're at the same wall pretty much for like two thirds of the episode. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and and then also Tormund and and Gendry. Or like on this wall of walker, like I mean this hill. Yeah, of it's walkers. like this hill of just like dead people. And there's like you know, it's like it would. I don't know. Maybe just have them move around a bit, or but they're like, you know, unrealistically in one spot. Yeah. Even though there's thousands of whites all over the place, so I was kind of like, okay, you know, it's a little bit much. Maybe they should have just moved around a bit or something. Mm-hmm. But again, that's nitpicking, really. Right. Really, just just nitpicking. Yeah, and if we're gonna nitpick, I got a couple things. Oh. One, go. I wanted to see somewhat of a Night King brand battle, right? Like some sort of magical like clash. Got it. Some sort of magical clash. Mm-hmm. Something, like I expected some sort of warging into dragons or war, or like some something magical to happen. But uh, so that's one thing that I that, and then two. Like, I kind of like this is kind of like like uh, residue of <laughs> Last Jedi, just like we never found out who Snoke is. I kind of was curious as to who was the Night King. I wanted some sort of like, I wanted some sort of interaction too with Bran and Night King. Like I was expecting words to be exchanged. Those are the only two things that I re- well you. I also agree with you. I did want to see kind of like a, a Jon Snow versus a Night King like clash. Yeah, that would have been nice. But those are like my only like who who was the Night King? Why didn't Bran fight him some sort of way? Why didn't John? Why didn't him and John have that little moment? But other than that, I mean, I thought in the same uh, note that you're talking about there is, uh, I, I yeah, I kind of was left with the fact that we don't know who he was. So so I I was kind of like, are we gonna find out who he was? And then the second thing was, it would I would have, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I would have like to hear like the Night King talk. Yeah. Like it would have been cool for him. Like he's been quiet this whole time and then finally says some words or something. Something that kinda like, you know, blow you away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just it just didn't happen. But you know, I guess that's just the way he is. But uh he's mute. Yeah, I guess. Talk, dude. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But uh uh yeah, that I would have liked that. I would have liked for that to, you know, would have transpired. It would have been dope. Yeah, or just to kind of explain why he was, you know, I know, I understand that he was like marked, that Bran was marked, and that's why he was going, but like why? But, but why kill him? Like, like what why, was the motivation? Like, right, right, right. Uh, because it just kind of played into their plan of like using Bran almost as bait, and it kind of put, you know, like it, it, it set up the Night King's demise, which we didn't talk about, but Arya gets to kill that foe, which was pretty dope. Okay, I know everybody's praising this, but I'm going to be more nitpicky. I would have wanted Theon, rather than just to blindly charge the Night King, I would have wanted them to, like, cross swords and have some sort of, like, conflict. Not just, like, 
clink, done. Right? Yeah. Like I would have wanted some sort of like actual combat to happen. Or even him, like, you know, what uh, uh, Jeff was saying, of using some of his, like, generals or whatever, like, those other people, other guys who are standing, like, right behind him. Yeah. So, like, maybe step in, and then, like, yeah, they would have, like, a little thing going on as the Night King just continues to walk or whatever. But I feel like it, it sets up uh, that scene kind of perfectly because it goes with what I was telling you earlier. Like, that little subtle, uh, um, uh, that, like, quick little subtle thing that they do with one of like the 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 white walker's hair um you know you kind of you kind of like see it like kind of like move a little bit and it's just like an indication of like you know movement, movement. and right. like aria was there and she's so like she's so good at what she does she's just a great assassin that like not even they detected her being there and it wasn't until like the last second that like the night king was like oh crap like there's so many here i gotta turn around and, like do this crap and like he just grabbed her and then, and I love the callback that the move she did was the move she did on Brienne when they were training. Yeah, I yeah. love that 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 was their little callback to that where she drops the dagger and gets it with the other hand. She did the exact same thing to to yeah to Brienne of Tarth when they were training. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Now here's a question. It's like her signature move. It's her signature move. That's her finishing move. Yeah, dude. dude. Uh, fatality. Yeah, <laughs> finish him. Uh, Sub Zero, dude. There it is. Yeah, seriously, right? Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, so the question I have now is, did Bran know this was gonna happen? Did he give the dagger to Arya, knowing that he Doctor Strange that thing, that one chance, right? Well, he was he working was out before. Uh, you know, there's that scene where like he works out and like all the ravens kind of fly off. But like right to the very like close to the very end, like they're all pretty much upon them, all right. Like they're all on top of the the uh um what do they call like Theon's people? Um, the Ironborn. The Ironborn, yeah. Like the 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 whites are already there, and he's still kind of like you see his eyes kind of rolled back and like. Oh, it was to the white. last minute when everybody was dead except for Theon. Yeah, so it was like so. What was he doing that entire time? Like, what was he? I don't know if he was just seeing where Arya was and, like, making sure that everything was kind of, like, as it should be, or... Like, because he would have told the Night King, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know, stall him a little bit more oh, or something, yeah. or do so. I don't know. Like, I don't know what his... I still don't understand what his powers are, like, what the extent of his powers are, because uh, I know we know that he can go back and forth in time or do whatever he has to do, um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just... I didn't understand that, like, and I wonder if they'll they'll go into it a little bit more in the following episodes... Yeah, I don't know, but it's interesting to 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 kind of speculate as to you know what, how, like what his powers are, and was the Night King expecting to get those powers maybe by killing him? Mm-hmm. You know, like is that what he was trying to do too? I don't know. It was it's it's crazy, but the whole Ar- using Arya uh, for that final scene, um, I thought was pretty dope. You know, instead of giving it to John, they gave it to Arya. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Now the question, the other question now is, is she Azor High? I think they're abandoning the Azor High um, prophecy altogether. So just FYI, what is the Azor High th- like prophecy? Everybody, so Azor High was a great hero from ancient times, and we're talking like two thousand years before Game of Thrones or something like that. Where this one guy um, kept trying to forge a sword to beat back the White Walkers, and it wasn't working. It wasn't working. It finally worked when he put the sword through his wife's heart. Then he pulled out a sword, and it was Lightbringer, and he was able to defeat the Whites. Whatever. But there, there was a prophecy that that person would come back, and I don't. I just think they just kind of disregarded that because, like, according to that prophecy, right? Like, we didn't see Lightbringer, like Cat's Paws Lightbringer, I guess. But it didn't, it didn't meet the prophecy requirements. So I, I just think they kind of were like, we're gonna take the freedom of not being tied down by what the book says. Right. And maybe that was something that like it was a conscious decision of like allowing George R. R. Martin. Like there, there has to be a distinction between what his books do and like what the show does because he hasn't finished writing the books. So maybe he are like that character plays more into like what the books are. Yeah. Um. Than what you know, they see in the show, uh, that way it's not like, oh, why are people going to want to read the books now? Because they yeah. already know how it ends, but it's going to be something different. So maybe they did just kind of decide to like go a different route. 
with that whole prophecy? Could be. But the, I was still wondering, like, is, is she? Because remember, they, they, why would they um, make the point to say that that the word prince in their language actually is uh, gender neutral? Mm. Could be prince or princess. That's what I think Abasande was saying, that that interpretation could mean a prince or princess uh, that was promised. So that's why they're like, we could fit Arya as well, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, that was just funny. Everybody was figuring out, was trying to figure out, you know, uh, whether she's the prince that was promised. And then also I had to look into, was is that other dragon, Rhaegar, is he dead or was he not dead? And apparently he's not dead. He's still alive. That's uh, the one that Jon Snow was writing. Is that the one that... Crashlands. Oh, Crashlands. Okay. I think it's. I think that dragon's injured, but I don't think it's dead. No, it's not. Well, I've, I... Confirmed that it's not dead. Nice. What about Ghost? Is Ghost dead? I know, dead? dude. You saw him running around, but you didn't see him come back, or you didn't do anything. And you put, you know, those posters. If you find a direwolf, please bring to Jon Snow. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be dope. But uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, he was dead, and I was, I was wondering about that. I'm telling you, dude, the wolf is is gonna ride one of these dragons too, dude. He's gonna do <laughs> like it. That, he's gonna dude. be riding on top of the. He's gonna like shoot out too, like ride like on fire. Now we're going to see him ride one of the dragons like Shrek style, like Donkey. Yeah, yeah. And the dragon. Yeah, exactly, and dude. going to be like riding, riding dude. <laughs> They're going to make crazy little dragon wolf babies, dude. And dragon it's gonna be, wolf babies, It's going to be dude? amazing. Timon. That, that, Timon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we see Timon in this mess? Um... So, uh, so I think like further expectations now, kind of moving forward. Uh, one of the things that kind of caught me off guard was the fact that they resolved this in one episode. Like I yeah. honestly thought that this was gonna spill over to the following episode, and it was gonna it was gonna take them all the way to King's Landing. Like somehow, the group of survivors were gonna make it all the way to King's Landing, and like the the White Walkers were just gonna like end up there too. So then like all those forces were gonna have to join together. And it was something that, like, Uno was talking about uh, earlier today about, you know, just kind of putting those, what were you saying? Like, putting those, like, uh, political differences aside or whatever. Oh, right. Coming together. So I thought they were going to, like, Robert Frost, Charles Dickens this <laughs> and, like, teaches about what? life, right? Teaches what? about life. And I thought what the point that they were trying to make is, like, there are times in life when you need to set aside relational conflicts in order to deal with circumstantial conflicts, right? So, like, all these problems that Lannisters have with Starks, have with Baratheons, have with Targaryens, like, you need to set all that relational issue, all that relational drama, you need to set it aside and deal with, like, the real problems that life gives you, right? And that was, like, the Night King. So I thought this was all a theme about, like, reconciliation, setting aside differences and so the whole point of the story was dealing with like the circumstances that life gave you but i was wrong <laughs> wrong. wrong 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 clearly wrong like, that's nope. not the theme here that's not the theme here get out of here yeah I, it was weird to me too that we've been building since season one yes almost eight years of build up for the this big battle right the long night yeah the long the the biggest battle and it gets resolved in one episode. Yeah. So it was a little like, oh, really? Like, but at the same time, I was relieved because I was stressed out. Like, how are it they going to win? Perfect episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how is no, this going to end? I was like, how are they going to escape? Dude? Yeah, too. Me too. I was like, how are they going to get? I was thinking, are, is everybody going to go to the crypts? And then maybe there's like a, a, a tunnels that take you way out and then mm -hmm. wait, you know, farther south or something. Yeah. But, so yeah, at the same time, you know, it's like. They've been building up, but, uh, you know, and it was only one episode, but it was kind of stressful, too. I was like, dude, I don't want any of these people to die either. So, uh, all right. So what do we expect for the next episode or the rest of the season? I mean, would you guys have any, you know, we we're talking about expectations. Um, do you guys have anything? Because yeah. I tell you anything. One of the things that I was concerned about is like, so the, the preview kind of tells you that she's getting ready for another fight. How many people does she have left? Yeah, I know. It's like, Seriously. it almost seemed like there was no one there anymore. Like, how many, 
Like, but I, I know it's it seemed like in part of the the uh, trailer you can see some of the unsullied still in right. the castle, but yeah, which is weird because they couldn't see them in the battle there anymore. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost all gone. So I don't no, know, but remember during the retreat, some of them pulled into the castle. They did. No, I know. Yeah, some, mm. but you don't see a lot of them right there too. So, no, you but don't, dude. so that's another thing too. But my, I think one of the biggest ones that really is kind of lingering there is what's going to happen with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lannister. I think he went there expecting he was going to die. Yeah. Like he didn't think he was going to maybe get out of it. But now he's like, he's, he has he's that. done. He has that decision now to make. Like, am I going to go up against Does my he go sister? back yeah. to Cersei or does he stay fighting with the North? Yep. Or, you know, with Danny and, and there? Like, what's going to happen? So that part is kind of like, dude, what's, what's he going to do? Right. Because there's one thing that's out there that hasn't been addressed. That's Braun. Yeah, he's out there, dude. Braun was, was on a mission to go and kill both of them. Yep. So I'm wondering if either Braun stays true and loyal to his friends, and then, you know, maybe just tells him, hey, this was going to happen. I'm going to, you know, save you. Or does, um, does Braun do something where he gets the golden company to fight for them maybe maybe yeah seriously i I, didn't, really? I hadn't thought of that but it's like in his nature right to just kind of like do what's best for himself mm-hmm. so i guess it just kind of depends too like which situation best fits him i think or or are they gonna do are they gonna make a decision where it's like you know he'll kind of yeah he'll for for once in his life or whatever, be true to his friend and, and um, you know, change allegiances or whatever and, like, fight on bronze, on uh, Jamie's side. So, yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. I was, um, I'm curious to see how that ends up or where he ends up going with that. Yeah, that was the one thing I was wondering, like, how is that going to, how is that going to resolve itself? Like, what's going to happen there? So that's, that's another thing, too, is what's going to happen between... Danny or da- Daenerys and John, because she looked kind of mad at him too. Mm-hmm. She, didn't she did, look, and they were kind of like interrupted please. too, like yeah, exactly from from the episode before. Mm-hmm. And in the preview, she sort of looks distant too to John too. Yeah. So, what's gonna happen there too? Yeah. So, that's something that you know to, to look, you know, look forward to is to what, how's that gonna get resolved. Dude, and one of the things too that I think is is pretty interesting is that now we're left with Cersei as being like. The, the ultimate bad guy, the like the main villain in this whole this whole story. Um and it's kind of like it's kind of fitting. Like I honestly like I I feel like I fear Cersei more than I did the Night King throughout this entire like uh series. Uh just because she's so like she's so diabolical, dude. Like and I and I don't know if it's it's one of those things that like the Night King was so straightforward. Of like he's just gonna continue to move forward regardless of what whatever's in front of him. He's gonna like just demolish whatever's there, and he's just gonna like accomplish whatever he he uh, sets out to do. But like Cersei just kind of seems like like she's so unpredictable and like will do anything to uh, accomplish her goal. But it's like more in like a more sinister type of way. I don't know what it is, but she's just like she embodies just kind of like evil to me. So it's like a fitting thing that she's like the main bad guy now. Yeah, I think that part of it is just she's had a lot more. Night King never talks, so there's no character development there. You just right. know that he wants, he's powerful, he wants to take over everything. But with Cersei, it's like we've seen the deception. Right, right, We've right. seen, like, the plotting. Like, it's just, there's a lot more to fear with her, you know? Definitely. Yeah. So I think the way it's going to play out is episode four, is they're getting ready for this battle. Battle five, uh, episode five is the Battle of King's Landing, and six just the resolution. Yeah, I think I think that's how it's gonna play out. So we'll see, we'll figure out what's gonna happen with all that. So, any final thoughts before we uh, close out this episode? Daenerys, I still stand by my expectation. Daenerys will die. She will not sit on the throne. This is not. This is Game of Thrones. It will break your heart. Yeah, I guess that we we could go that route too. Like, how many more? How who do you think is actually gonna survive the end? Like, it, like episode, like last episode, who's gonna be there? Whose names are we gonna see like on the credits? 
still alive. Like who's in that last frames? Yeah. I 100% believe Sansa's in the last frame for sure. I yeah. think so too. Yeah. I think Sansa, Arya. Sansa uh, and Arya for sure. Yeah. I don't know about John and Daenerys. They, either one of the, I feel like it's 50 50 with, well, I feel like 75 25 with them. I, I feel more so that that uh, Daenerys is going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like the hound is going to make it to the end. He's going to kick his brother's ass and just like. <laughs> Survive. Well, we're gonna get Clegane Bowl. Yes, and, and I'm sure I don't know. I'm I'm thinking that's gonna be episode five. Yeah, when there's the big battle, they gotta give us that. That's everybody's been waiting for the mountain versus uh, the hound, dude. And I think, but see, but it's the same thing like Jon Snow versus the Night true, King. Like, true. Are they gonna pull the freaking rug under our feet on that one too? But I think they. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. Because like, I, like you can't say that 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 was more anticipated than. John and the Night King. No, I'm not gonna say that. It was it was maybe just as much. Yeah. I mean they they gave it a name. They freaking called it Clegane Bowl. Yeah, I guess that's true. So it's like they're definitely expecting it. Mm. But uh you know, I don't know, man. To me it's like one of the I was expecting it too. I've been thinking more about that than the Night King versus John. So for sure, guys. So anyways, but there's so much there's still three episodes. Plenty of time for people to die. You know, <laughs> yeah, seriously, for sure. We we may be happy just for this episode, but they, you know, pretty soon. Can we all agree that like Cersei's gonna die though? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it has to. It has she has to? There's no other way to go. That she has to die. Or is she gonna go the Negan route and just kind of be out there? No, she's gonna die. They're gonna put her in jail for sure. All right, guys, well we're gonna have to wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining us with our. Uh, Game of Thrones talk for this episode. Ha, 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 ha. No, no, we're not going to call this episode. What was it? I forgot. What did I say? Another Stark or something. Oh, uh, a Stark is dead. Oh, pues, muchacho, hijo de tu. Oops. Uh, a Stark is dead. <laughs> which one, though? Yeah, which uh, one, though? Oh, oh snap. Anyways, guys, as Uno pointed out at the beginning of the episode, check out our social media sites at The Beta Report. Follow us, send us uh, comments, uh, interact with us. We love when you guys interact with us. So, uh, guys, any, any final thoughts? Before we go? And as always, we always ask if you guys enjoy what you guys are listening to, please hit us up with a five-star review. Not a four star, not a three star. Don't even dare go to the one star. If you're if you're planning to do a one star, get out of here. We only want five star only reviews five stars. all up in this piece, dude. <laughs> Straight up five stars. But go ahead and hit us up with a five star review. It really helps us out a lot just to kind of move up them charts. I don't think anyone wants to do the number right now, but we're moving though. We're moving it up, moving on up. So, uh, yeah, hit us up. And uh, we'll be back at the end of the week with our end game yeah. reaction. Yeah. Are you guys playing the same thing? I don't know what he's playing, but I'm playing the outro to uh, the Doesn't song. It's not how it ends for you, brother. You know who's coming for you. For the main part, this is Jeff. This is Jay. This is Uno. Come back on Thursday for the Avengers episode. Peace.